Ein N. There once was a podcast in the great internet of internets. It was called Fine and Dandy. Muy influential. Podcast. Podcast. You have to remember, folks. Where there's a podcast, there's a fine and dandy. And now. Welcome. Welcome back. Times like these that I wish we had an official introduction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for that. Yeah. That was hey, man. Just gotta, you know, embrace the womp womp sometimes. I don't know what that means. I don't think. I mean, if you don't know what that means, then it just means that you don't have enough womp womp in your life. So if you're not embracing the womp womp, it's because you don't have enough womp. Boom. Roasted. Anyways. Like some fucking tree nut. Some almonds, dude. Roast almonds. You could roast almost any nut. Except for the testicle. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm sure some cultures roast testicles, too. They do. Got to roast your nuts, you know. Nuts, salted or unsalted, you know what I'm saying? Welcome <laughs> back. Another week uh, of the pod. Fine and dandy. Thank you for tuning in. As always, appreciate you guys, all you listeners. Uh, all the new listeners, welcome. You guys are fucking awesome as well. Hope everything's going good out there. Hope we're pushing through the week. Hope we're uh, making it through. Hopefully y'all know how y'all have some self care uh things lined up for yourself in the upcoming weeks or months, whatever the case may be. Remember you gotta take time to yourself. Also, before we get started, gotta mention Doofles here. Thank you, Doofles, for joining us as uh for another episode. We'll see he's back in action like always. What's good with you? You look like like you're high. Look at all, and you seem high. What's going on, Dan? I'm high on life, dude. (laughs) I don't smoke, though. You seem like the energy's been drained from your body. Yeah, dude, I think I got a little cold coming on. Seem like a shell of yourself. Got a cold cut. A cold cut? Coming in. Is it a hammy? Yeah, dude. Is it right in your ham sandwich? It's a cold turkey. Cold turkey. Are you quitting cold turkey? Yeah, dude. Quitting being healthy? Yeah, be (laughs) sick. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm quitting uh, my fucking average lifestyle to have a sick one now. That's sick as fuck. You yeah, know. no, I'm feeling yeah a little under the weather. It's weird though, cause it's uh, it's like kind of the last time I got sick, I felt like this, but it wasn't. I don't get the. It's not the normal symptoms I usually get when I'm sick. I just feel very lethargic, out of it. Fatigued. Yeah, very fatigued and just you know, like I want to lay in bed. All day, but I don't really have like a. F- I might ha- I might be a little hot, but I don't think I'm. No body aches or really no cough. Yeah. 
I don't feel like complete shit. Like I'm functional, but not all there. That makes sense. So you are like, I. (laughs) 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 Basically, yeah. I'm kidding. Uh, but well, that's good. I'm glad you're not feeling well. Um, (laughs) yeah, awesome, dude. I appreciate it. But uh, so yeah, I mean, you know. you, it's times like these where, like, you really appreciate this. Uh, yeah, for sure that. But it's times like these you really appreciate the times whenever you are healthy. Because, like, whenever you're healthy, it's just, like, normal life. You're like, yeah, I don't, I, well, I woke up today. I got to go to work. I got to do what I got to do. And I can relax later and shit like that. But, like, whenever you're sick, you're like, I can't do normal shit. So, like. It you have no appreciation almost for being healthy while you're healthy, but then like when you get sick, you all the fucking boom ba da ba ba da. That's good. Yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> it makes you appreciate the time when you're not sick a little bit more. But then when as soon as you're not sick, you fuck about that. Right. But also, I don't know if I would, would rather. Okay, if I know people can be like, "Wow, it's really fucked up that you get to go to work sick." But I don't know if I'd rather be sick on my off day when I go to work, because at least I'm getting paid while I'm sick. If I'm sick on my off day, then I'm wasting an off day being sick. I think people have, like, a skewed idea of, like, what sick is after the pandemic, you know what I mean? Whenever you hear, like, I'm sick, it's like, oh, shit, should I take a few steps back, you know what I mean? But, like, before the pandemic, if it wasn't something that your doctor told you was contagious, you definitely hurt through being sick. You know what I mean? Like in the without industry, I know y'all are gonna be like, "Oh, what the fuck, dude?" If you're sick of the restaurant industry, no one gives a fuck. They're like, "Honestly, I'll fucking at some point." Well, yeah, I think you've made the point to me before about like, there's not a whole lot of people in the restaurant industry that can realistically afford to miss shifts. Like maybe one every now and then, but like multiple shifts that you didn't prepare for. It's not like you were setting up for a vacation and saving some money because you knew you weren't going to work. This was just like out of nowhere, you got sick, and now most people would call in or go to the doctor or whatever. But like theoretically speaking, not a whole lot of people in the service industry have that immediate like funds to be able to take days off type shit. Oh, no, we're just all getting sick. That's just the vibes. I mean, just the vibes. Oh, uh, dude, I mean, I think every, like, I'm pretty sure I caught it from somebody because there's, there's been something going around where people have just been sick. And I was like, oh, yeah, losers. <laughs> and look at me now. But honestly, it's not that bad. Honestly, I can power through this. There. But, yeah, no, I do uh, miss not feeling this way. But it's not that big of a power through. But Proud of you, bud. Uh, to be fair, anyways, dude, I've always been. <laughs> stay sick as fuck. That I fucking cause cardiac arrest when I walk by, dude. I'm, I'm always <laughs> like fucking see me down the street, like oh shit, sick as fuck. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that dude's on death's door. <laughs> dude, you got COVID, dude? Just fucking sick. Dude, is that monkeypox or is that just you? Oh shit. <laughs> Luster, you just have your sneeze, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and your face is shit. That what flush like means? I thought flush means like you l- like looks like the blood, like you look oh, pale because yeah, the blood's right. like flush from your face. Yeah, you look pale. Yeah, you flush or you nervous. You flush whenever you take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Honestly, that is funny. That those terrible jokes exactly happened. Girlfriend, is build her in. Dude. She couldn't help herself. <laughs> She's fucking be good. Build her in like a nice uh, prize trout, yeah, a mic trout, yeah, if you dude. will. I reeled her in, dude. Hell yeah. I went fishing. And what kind of pole did you use? <laughs> oh, dude. Use that good old three-inch pole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You said it's not the size that matters, baby. It was a strong pole. It was a tough one. As long <laughs> as you got some good bait <laughs> and a nice hook, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter how long the pole is. All I'm saying. I just recently uh, watched the Little Prince. Little Prince is that the animation of yeah. the uh, like what it would be like be like in the royal family, I guess. No, it's no? animation, but not what it's. Called. It was a book first, hmm. uh, and then they animated it. It was on Netflix. It's not on any streaming platforms. You got to rent. I rented it. So it's not a comedy. No. Okay, then I'm thinking of something. Not a comedy at all. Um, it's a really good movie. I rented it though because I wanted to watch it again. Heartwarming. Fill your soul a little bit. You want to feel something? Put it on. Uh, it's basically I'm gonna ruin it. Uh, spoilers alert. Spoiler alert. Fear anything? I mean, it's not a new movie. I know. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It's just been out for a fat minute. Um, it's about this. Uh, essentially, it's about this girl who moves into. Uh, uh they move into a new neighborhood because girl's mom wants her to get into this school but either interview to get in or you have to live in the area to be able to go but they didn't live in the area so she interviewed blew it so they had to find a place within the budget to move mom works all the time but her mom basically has her whole life planned out and set every hour of every day week your mom oh okay neither are mine (laughs) nice so yeah like uh Every day is planned out for her. Every day of every week, every hour of every day, week of every month, so on, so forth. Prepare her to get ready for the school. And then that way she's, you know, uh, she just wants her to have a good future, basically. Okay. But her mom works all the time, too, so she hardly ever sees her mom. Her dad's not in the picture. Her dad basically, I, I think he, he works all the time, too, so he never sees her. He literally gets a globe of uh, skyscraper. Like, that's. Every year from him, I do remember this metaphor. Yeah, but then they skyscraper. That's the uh, the snow globe, globe, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes, same gift every year. Um, kind of like a metaphor for the a busy business businessman type of okay to it. But they move in next door to this old man, and uh, the old man, so all the houses in in on the street look the exact same, like all the exact, except for his house. His house is. Bigger, old, rickety, wooden, outdated. Uh, man's like full of life, though. But, you know, everyone in the neighborhood hates. That that's why they also got their house for such a good deal. Next to him, and nobody likes him. Well, kind of, yeah. It just you know, it's he brings down the property value. value of yeah, other yeah, people. yeah. His house right. does too. Cause it doesn't fit. Whatever. And uh, yeah, he's 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 really unorthodox. What happened? Not picking up unless I get to a certain decibel. Got to make sure that I'm talking loud enough into this oh, bitch. Yeah. That's because the settings we have on there. Aren't yeah, they? it's the filters, man. Yeah, it's not used to. Freaking filters, man. It's not the same one we had set up on your computer because you talk low. Normally you talk really low. I know. 
gotta see i thought it was like maybe i could get it with the gain but it's just i'll have to fix it later yeah um where was that yeah so anyways the moving next door and then the old man kind of is outside looking at the stars or whatever little girl's working and then he like throws a little airplane story about the it starts off the story about the little prince so it goes on basically uh, basically this whole this whole time uh, he's like telling her the story about the little prince, the little prince, and how he fell in love with a rose. Cause the little prince lived on an asteroid. He like so he's constantly digging, trying to keep the roots from overtaking his planet. He lives on an asteroid, some small asteroid, but a different plant came in, rose. It grew. He fell in love with the rose. The rose loved him, but they were young and they didn't know how to love yet. Got an argument, and. uh, Essentially, like the whole story is, he's telling this girl is that the little prince met all these grown-ups along the way, and it used him because he's what's wrong with grown, wrong with these. No, they were either trying they cared like they cared about their image, or they cared about power, or they cared about money, but he didn't care about anything. But he saw it all as like an issue. What's 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 wrong with you guys? Why are y'all like self-centered on this one thing that doesn't matter? Maybe not quite. He just didn't understand it. Okay. He was just confused. Why is it like this? He's the little prince. He wasn't like against it. He just didn't understand it. Uh, yeah. And then so the story is like, uh, the old man when he was younger he crashed into planes. He was planes and shit. That's where he met the little number pump. The little prince was full of life. Like this happy, very lucky kid, and then uh, essentially the kid went back home or whatever. Got you. And so like, and the whole time this little girl, you know, she's kind of being able to come into her own and realize, you know, like she doesn't like this life that's planned out before her by her mom. And it was it's essentially like the summary of the story is, you know. We're so caught up, especially adults, caught up in this thing where we think, you know, you have to have this lifestyle or life is about this and our life is about that. You got to get a good job and you got to make good money and you got to be prepared and, you know, you lose sight of, you know, what it means to be a human being. and All the all the little things in life, right. you know, enjoying looking up at the stars or, you know, working on something. And the thing was he was spending all this time with the little girl and like helping her out. And actually, you know, he was actually happy. And then, on the other hand, her mom was just trying to, you need to get into the school, you need to get into the school, you need to study, you need to do all this stuff. But her mom was never there. Her mom wasn't even there for her, really. And she's like, you don't understand, you're ruining your future. But, you know, little girl's like, I'm ruining your the future you wanted for me. But right. it, it, it's a wholesome thing, because it's just, as we get older, we get caught up in all these things that we think matter. All these things that, you know, we imagine that life is supposed to be, but you kind of miss out on the things that life should be about. You know, you're working mm. so hard and you're doing all these things because you want to set up a good future for your daughter, right? right? But at the same time, you're missing out on all this time. You should, you could be spending with your daughter or having fun and being able to love your daughter properly the way right. you're supposed to. Also, on the other hand, we worry about, you know, how we look. We worry about money. We worry about all these things. and We kind of lose a piece of our soul a little bit. We lose, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Lose the ability to have outlook on things bigger than ourselves. We get so caught up in it. Don't get me wrong. I'm a person who gets so caught up in a bigger picture half the time that I lose track of the details. But I think so many people get caught up in 
the detail. I have to kind of look at the bigger picture. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, I'm someone who gets more caught up in the details rather than the bigger picture. I typically don't really even pay attention to the bigger picture. Not entirely, not in the way that it's like I don't care about it. It's more so like I, a while ago, started believing in the idea of uh, you control what you control and you don't have control over everything but try to do what you can in the ways that you can be the best person that you can and stop like stop being so negative towards yourself over the things that you have no control over type shit stop blaming yourself for your past accept it and learn from it move forward stop like treating yourself in the present as if you are not the thing stopping you from doing what you need to do and be like more present in that moment trying to find out what you actually can control so like in adverse to this it's kind of like at a certain point i get the mother's perspective in that story where she's like doing all these things where she has to like she feels as if she has to set up life for her daughter so that she doesn't have to worry about the daughter that it, that the daughter doesn't have to go through like any struggles but that's an unrealistic view on life even if you set up every single step of the way for your kids they're still going to have struggles in their life it's a part of life to have struggles and if you don't if you are trying to solve every problem for your kids so they have no struggles, we've seen plenty of examples of people that like have had everything set up for them all their lives and the first time any type of adversity comes up, they have zero idea how to deal with it. Panic, they go awry, they start absolutely losing control over everything that they're doing because they feel like they don't have control in this one aspect of their life when realistically no one on the planet has every aspect of their life under control there is a certain level of chaos in our lives that is necessary does that make sense yeah i mean it is necessary like i get where she's coming from of trying to provide a better life for your child than maybe you had but i also get what you're saying that like you can get so distracted in that that you actually lose sight of what was important to begin with which was your child having a good life you're depriving of them of that but in efforts to try to provide a better future in some aspect of your mind you know what i mean i think there's different aspects of being you know and uh, the aspect of them being secure and having yeah. a self-sustainable future and being a self-sustainable human being it's it's all important but then also you know emotionally you're not really setting them up for success. You know, the empathy, the levels of empathy or compassion, those are important aspects I take as well to being a human being. And as important as it is to, you know, take care of business and be disciplined, which, you know, I lack some of those uh, characteristics myself. Uh, those are important, you know, being able to be disciplined in certain uh, areas, having certain morals and values, but also being able to extend a hand to someone who, help or being able to look outside your own perspective and have different perspective that's also really important and a lot of people kind of lose that mindset especially as we get older we get so set in our ways and just you know life it comes a handful for most of us you know it's a lot of things that we don't really get taught 
as kids, most most people don't, you know, because ad- what are adults but children who had to yeah. figure things out. And most people don't. Most people don't have proper guidance, so we're all just kind of floating around. It's not even, like, proper guidance. <laughs> it's more so, like, I don't know. I think it's, it is that, but I think it's beyond that. I think it's almost like there's no room for proper guidance in this society. In this society, it's wake up, go to work, fi- figure it out. And if you're a kid, it's wake up, go to school, figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, there's no room for anybody to help one another. Even a fucking psychiatrist at the end of the day is getting paid to be there. You know what I mean? Like, there is no room in our society for someone to, for free, seek guidance and then provide guidance without charge. You know what I mean? Like, not, and that's the thing is, is like, if you add financial into it, then that immediately eliminates half the population because half the population is barely getting ends met. You know what I mean? Like there is no, well, you could save up for a little bit and then you could go talk. No motherfucker. I'm like, my paycheck pays for all of my bills, the food that is fed to my kids and all of the bullshit that I have to deal with on a day to day. I don't have even one more dollar. What do you want me to do? How am I supposed to save up for psychiatry and and, and therapy and things like this? Like that is not even whenever you're talking about there are some financial institutions that will like help people out in in need. But like even that is like you have to go through the application process. You have to make sure you're approved and all your dots are eyed and T's are crossed. Like the process of getting a person help is so detrimentally hard. Because then again, it's like once you are approved, is this going to be the right therapist for you? Or is this just the first on a long line of people you're going to have to get in front of before you actually find a person that cares about your growth? You know what I mean? Like there is almost no room for proper guidance. No, I, I, I agree. Well, what I really meant was just in the sense of not just adults and parents, it's just us all trying to figure it out as we get older as well, especially people our age, you know, just, yeah, it's like the, we don't know what the right way to do shit is necessarily. I mean, we know right and wrong most of the time, but I was more leaning towards the, uh, the, you can't teach an old dog new tricks mentality. Kind of, but also, I don't know. I more, as I get older, I realize how bitter people become and how just we lose that sense of, uh, com- community is not the right word, but just it is the right word. But when you're when you're younger, we're we're a lot. I mean, I don't get me wrong. You get burnt like a couple times. It makes it makes it harder for a person. And but you know, when you're younger, you're t- you not everyone. There's a lot of introverts as well. But you know, you're talking to people. You're learning. You're you're meeting new people. You're making friends. You're doing all these things, and then kind of you, you realize that a lot of people do end up sucking. But that's also our own. As well, at risk of sounding stupid, do we know if introvert <laughs> and extrovert is like a natural thing or if it's a learned like thing? You know what I mean? Like, are there experiences throughout your childhood that make you an extrovert or introvert, or is it just something that you born are and then you can kind of develop through that? Because if it is just something that you learned, then the entirety of like introvert and extrovert can just be that like how we're raising our children. And then you can look at it like whenever I say it is community, community is the right word. I mean it this way. Whenever they used to say like it takes a village, 
basically is like say it it takes more than one person or sometimes even two people to raise a child properly theoretically speaking like every single person was raised by their parents not every person actually raised by someone but that person is only privy to the life experience, the things that they deal with on a day-to-day, and how they think life should be taught to a child. So with the varied experiences from that, it's like maybe it does take a village. Maybe it does take a child to see the good and bad parts of multiple different people, not just one parent or two, or if you're lucky, like a a few family members or whatever, but like maybe it does take a multitude of different people being positive impacts on a child's life for them to actually see how life should go. Because we have such a separation and dissection of like the (laughs) way we raise our children. Don't you tell me how to raise my kids. You know what I mean? Like, I get the the ego behind that, but like theoretically speaking, shouldn't you want other people and other perspectives so that your child can learn that, yeah, I make mistakes too sometimes. Sometimes mommy and daddy don't know what's best. We're only going off of our experience and what we were taught and what we think and what we're moving forward with, but that's not the fucking say all end all of, of the truth across the globe that's like specifically speaking like you this simple truth could change as you change the language in the game of telephone the more it's translated it can completely change the concept of the message so like when you're talking about education you're like all right well this has to go through like six different filters for you to make sure it's actually being received the way that it was being sent type shit it's difficult. There's so many difficulties in the intricacies. And I think it's a little bit because of our, like, want for autonomy. You know what I mean? I don't want anybody telling me what to do. Well, it's like, well, yeah, nobody's going to tell you what to do. But, like, that means that you are now fully responsible for the development of this child's brain on your own. You know what I mean? I th- yeah. Uh, once again... <clears throat> I just, I, I want to go beyond just the fact of it being you know a, a parent to child basis. I, I'm I'm saying more yeah. like even as we get older, uh, which I mean does start as you know being a child, like when we're young. Of course, that's where you start. Like you really start learning, start uh, right experiencing life and start developing certain habits as a human being. But I I want to go beyond just that as well, and I also would say that being introverted, extroverted, it's a combination. There are people who just tend to be more uh, to themselves than others, and there are some people who also develop uh, those habits along the way due to how they were treated. As I guess my question <laughs> really lies in like the place of like, is there a way to find that out? Is there even a way to really scientifically know that? Wouldn't you kind of have to have like? a subject from the day they're born to the day they're fully formed mentally and at, and find out like what they experienced on a day to day and see if there's any correlation to how they ended up. You know what I mean? Like there's almost no yeah. way without just raising a child in a scientific lab. That's true. But I think there are some, some kids though that just like, 
from a young age, regardless. Like, you know, because, I mean, there's parents who try to get their kids out there, you know, talk, but some kids just don't want to. And I get that. My thing People is, is like, I just, my, this is where I'm at. It's just like, we're talking about kids that are like maybe five, six, seven, a little bit more developed. But like, what happened when they were one, two, three, or maybe even when they were in the womb or something like that? There's I, like, how much is a child's life being like developed or affected at that early age? I kind of question. I don't really know if there's a scientific way to find that out. You know what I mean? But specifically speaking, what I'm kind of getting to is, is that like, is experience that powerful? Is experience so powerful that even before you have memory, before you have the ability to like process images through your eyes and be able to like use your motor functions to be able to walk, is the experiences you're having in those modes already like developing the person that you are, you know what I mean? Like, and when I say the person that you are, I do mean like kind of on this introvert or extrovert, like kind of way. I really don't know. It's, I'm speaking from an ignorant position. You're saying it from what point does all, like what we do and what we see really affect all the person like, that we become? Is it from the day that we're born or does right. it start before that? Or, yeah, like, does it start at a certain age, you know what I mean? Is there a certain age where, like, there's a reset button? Because they, like, you hear people say, like, he's just a baby. He doesn't know what we're saying. Or it's like, eh, I don't know if that's true, motherfucker. Yeah, no, as a kid, I mean, you don't really start developing, like, certain parts of your brain until a little bit later. But also, I, I would say that you are still picking up. You're still processing what's happening. Yeah. Whether or not you know how to interpret what you're processing, it's still happening in front of you. I guess it's one of those things like when your brain is in the process of developing, what is it picking up and like how is it right. how is it deciding to develop? You know, right. what what really causes those little moments. That's a good question. I can't I don't I don't know the answer to yeah, that. Yeah, I mean neither <laughs> one of us are neuroscientists, but uh, it is a good question to to kind of think about. But I was also saying as we get older and as we be I mean, those instances and those experiences at those ages definitely have a major impact on who we become, you know, in our later years. But around the age like when you get to our age, you know, twenty five, twenty six, uh, it kind of becomes more where I'm at is we're all human beings, right? And I'd say like I've tried my best to become a person who's been very accepting and allows people to grow. But I'd say I've learned even more by hanging out with uh, my girlfriend because she's even more accepting, I would say, of people than, than I am. I'm, I, I've, exp I've also come to a point where I've experienced a lot of things that have also made me become a little bit more judgmental, a little bit more standoffish. Cynical. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I, like, I'm very analytical about people, and I, I mean, d once again, we all have different perspectives, and we get along with different people. Right. But I'm pretty solid on knowing I'm not going to get along with that person. That's not always the case, but majority of the time it's kind like of... Like a vibes thing. Yeah, you can kind of uh, filter stuff out like that. But it's just when we get to this age, it's it's just like being able to accept and understand we're all human beings figuring it out, you know? But there's that balance of understanding. Like when you get to a certain age, you have to kind of start to realize things for yourself and really start to make those steps towards yourself. It's like, how long do you give certain people? And I think that's also a person-to-person -person basis. Some people are more patient than others. Yeah. And some people are willing to give people more chances than others. I'm I'm not, like, at a great balance. I definitely lean more towards not giving people as many chances than I am giving people more chances. And there's also, the, like, the um, the kind of, what's the word? Like, the hypocritical mindset of, like, 
I don't know how to give this person more chances, but if it was me doing this, then I would ex- want another chance. You know what I mean? Like, like you don't know how to be the person who like, not you specifically, but it's difficult to be the person that sets boundaries with other people and then also follows those boundaries. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's difficult to be to be the person that's like, I'm sick and tired of this person being late whenever you're late to everything. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, feel as if it's excusable unless it's happening to you. Or, you know, you constantly getting on someone about something and then, you know, you do it and then you, they get on to you and you're like, whoa, but it's like, right. like you can't, you know, you got to give it's like that balance of leniency to a degree, but also still kind of managing to uh, hold some boundaries. I, that, I, that's something I really try my best at is because understanding I know I'm not perfect in any instance and just allowing people to do themselves, but also trying to be better myself and also hold people accountable yeah. all at the same time. And if that's the thing where I'm at is like getting like when we start getting older, I would say, honestly, I didn't start really developing into a grown human being probably until 23 is probably when I started. Yeah. I say 23 is when I actually started understanding what it meant to be an adult. Yeah. It's different for everybody. Everyone goes through different instances. Which also plays into my point, you know, being more empathetic and being more compassionate and, you know, helpful towards people because we're all growing. We're all, like, learning at different right. rates. We're all uh, becoming human beings in our own, at, like, our own, own respect and trying to figure things out at our own pace. And it's, it's different for everyone, which makes it stressful because, you know, some people, hey, I had to do this at 16. Right. I had to figure this out for myself at this age. Why the fuck are you still acting like that? And don't get me wrong. I still sometimes I look at people. I know people personally that act a certain way and they're given many chances and they constantly say they want to change. And then they just don't. And it gets to a point where it gets stale. And it's also another thing is maybe sometimes it's good to cut ties with people because that gives them ability to grow and gives you ability the ability to grow in separate ways. And maybe later come back together when y'all are both you know, developed a little bit more right. as human beings. And I it's a tough it's always a tough thing, but I think we lose a sense of uh that childlike wonder and ability to really care for people or care for anything right. for that matter. You know, we kinda just give up. Like we give But like I think we're still young and I feel like a lot of people our age have just given up. But without moving like too far from what you just said, like Theoretically speaking, there are obviously there are a lot of people that are giving up, but I think that's like almost directly correlated with the fact that like so many people don't truly feel like I don't know. if Let me reword that. So many people don't actually set boundaries for themselves. So many people don't know when to say no. Some people don't know how to say no. You know what I mean? Like, I'm one of those people. I have difficulty setting my own boundaries of, like, this is how I want to be treated. This is how I want to be respected. And I won't accept anything less than that, necessarily. It's very difficult to, one, you have to have self-respect in to begin with to even decide that that's what you're going to do. Two, it's much more difficult to actually act that out. It's It's easy in the moment to be like, yeah, that's that's not right, but I'm going to just, I'll just walk away, you know, like, I'll just deal with it. But that's not that's not you should be able to defend yourself. You should be able to stand up for what you think is right and what you feel you deserve. And it shouldn't be seen as like a a selfish thing. You know what I mean? It should be seen like as a empowering thing. Like you will not take anything on that level. It's like if you respect somebody and you do have love for them, you would never want to put them in that place to begin with. So if 
if they need to stand up for themselves to let you know that, then that's powerful in itself. Yeah, but I also I this is where I'm at. Is I like to be direct in a to an extent, you know. And everyone takes like some people just want to hear straightforward. You know, you're fucking yeah. up, get it together. But there's other people who don't take to that as well either. Right. You know, you tell them straight up, hey, dude, you need to get together. Like you're fucking up. And sometimes those pe- some people will just crawl into a hole. And don't get me wrong. Like there's people who look at that as weak. And you know, it's like for adults, like get it together. Like you don't, we don't have time for you to fucking be on this shit. But it's some people just need more time, and some people do need a little bit more. Coddling's not the right word, you know, but in a way, you know, like, it's, it's going to be okay. You the reality it. of it is, is, like, whenever you hear we're adults get it together, it's like, we're adults. Adults kill themselves every day. Yeah. So let's get it together by realizing that get it together doesn't work. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. if but just by saying, like, get, grow up, you, you know what I mean? Like, figure it out. It's like. You are literally telling me to kill myself at that point. You're saying, hey, I know that you haven't been trying or maybe you have and you've just been failing. Get it together. Like, bitch, what the fuck do you want me to do? Like, what? Is, where, where is step one, ho? Bitch, you're not going to tell me how to get it together. You don't, have, you don't even really even give a fuck. You just want me and or whatever is going on in my life to no longer affect you. Yes. You just don't want to deal with this shit anymore. So what you're saying is either... Stop showing me what you're showing me or kill yourself. Like it's it's indirect, but it's that clear. I don't care about your situation. Figure it out. So you don't care about why I'm in this situation. You don't care about how I get out of it. You're telling me you don't care about my life. (laughs) Like it's not tough love in that situation. Tough love is, hey, brother, I, w- I love you. I want to help you out. Let's figure this out. Let's talk it out. Let's find a way to get you to another level. And, yes, it is difficult to find the, the perfect way to talk to everyone because everyone does deal with and respond to things differently. But it, if you are this person's friend, if you do truly love this person and want to any way impact their life positively is it so much to ask to give a fuck for just one moment you know what i mean like this person is dealing with this lifestyle daily they're waking up and going to sleep this person you get to see them maybe an hour a day maybe if eight hours a day if you work with them but you don't have to have that life you get to say i'm glad i'm not them yeah but you it's weird because it's like being an adult has kind of, we've pushed it back more and more. Right. If you think about it, like, I mean, at one point, what? Being an adult was 13. Then it was yeah. around, like, 16, 17 people were adults. Then, you know, 18, as of recent, you know, 18, you go list in the military and everything. You could buy, because at one point, I think 16-year-olds could buy cigarettes and shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, 16-year-olds can buy cigarettes right now. Yeah, but but <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying. Like and the, now it's 21. But yeah, and they pushed it back to 21. And that's my point. Is like, we're kind of that... Of like development and age barriers, kind of like going, like we're pushing it back through understanding. Okay, like we it don't does really take don't. Longer. Yeah, it takes a little bit long to really feel things out and understand wh- who you are, the world around you, what's really happening. And that's where, I'm, like, the overall adult, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, you're kind of you've experienced some things in your life. Right. You should have a kind of a hold or a grip or at least an understanding of how not to treat people or how to treat people. Not which a lot of people don't. It does take people. 30 to 40 years sometimes to get a grip on their life. It's fucked up, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I agree with that per se, but that is how it is for some people, and it some people do need a little bit more guidance than others or, like, just right. people it's to support them. 
to be there for them. And some people sometimes it does take that moment to just cut ties and still love them from afar, which you can love people from afar. And that's right. that's where I'm at as well. Like, if I don't agree with them, it doesn't mean I have any disdain. But also, like, you – and I hate that part too. Uh, I hate the fact that there is that, like, kind of – A negative toxic, connotation. No, I was going to say negative connotation and toxic energy of people who say, I got to sustain my energy or, you know – I, I got to protect my, my protect energy. My, I yeah. hate that. I hate that. But don't get me wrong. It is true to an extent, but people who say that usually suck, too. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's no Just people that are out here fucking uh, volunteering half of their fucking free time away that are out here saying, I need to protect my energy. It's always someone that has, like, a c- fucking coffee in their hand and their phone in the other saying, like, I don't have time for this right now. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, ex- it, you know the vibes. Exactly. It's, it's very 100%. much... I don't know, man, because it it is interesting how helping people became negative. You know what I mean? Like it almost has, yeah. Like help, like there is almost the societal connotation that giving homeless people money is a problem. You know what I mean? Like there are people in this country that are seeing people that are homeless as a problem. You know what I mean? Like I hate that they got their fucking tents over here in front of my neighborhood. It's like. Sorry, bitch. What? <laughs> you have air conditioning. You can put your fucking blinds down and not see them from the contents of your home. But they're the problem? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's always a deeper-rooted uh, problem that we don't want to have to address. and it's just That's really what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. And, I mean, it is true, though. A lot of, like, helping people are being, like, Compassionate almost is a negative thing. A lot of people don't want help or feel threatened or think it's like wrong. Like it's it's very that individualistic. It's I'm we're speaking mostly from the our the perspective, perspective. Of, especially <laughs> yeah. of America too. You know, uh, yes. not every country is like that. There are a lot of countries like that, right? But not every country. Is, there are some countries that are very more uh, team oriented. But even driven. so, like the the crazy part about like the whole country by country conversation is, is like yes, there are the places, thing. there are places that do things better than us here, and we do things better than other places. But the reality of the fact is, is that no place is perfect. Nope. There is no place on earth where everyone's getting fully respected and happy at every given moment oh, no. and feel full, fully fulfilled with their life. You know what yeah. I mean? There are always new problems. There are always new like as I, I'm kind of thinking about it like in the uh, American aspect. It's like with all the issues that were going on, they still found a way to repeal Roe v. Wade. You know what I mean? It's like, why are we just creating bullshit to fucking deal with? You know what uh, I mean? I like, mean, it's to keep us at bay. Exactly. But I, it's, a, so it's also a weird thing because I was having this conversation with a friend uh, not that long ago also was – like we were, he was talking about. Uh, I think in Colombia, you know, Colombia has its own set of problems, but how there are people with uh, less money than we have here, right? But a lot of them still live a very fulfilled, right? Right? They don't see it as much so. Like some of them do, but a lot of them just that's their life, you know. To yeah. us, it's like oh, they're filthy, dirt poor. But to them, you know, it's just a normal, it's an everyday life, you know. But they're more. A lot of those people are more family oriented. They rely on each other a little bit more because they have to. Yeah. But that also, you know, creates stronger bonds in the long run as well. I think that that also has something to do with like. In America, we're so capitalistic to the point that like. The old saying is a comparison is the thief of joy, right? Yeah. But like theoretically speaking, in the same like. 
like kind of to connect what we were talking about earlier in the same way that when you're sick want to be healthy but when you're healthy you have no idea you have no idea what it's like to be healthy you have no like you don't even pay attention to it you have no appreciation for it so like living in america it's like you're healthy you know what i mean like you don't have too like and i obviously i'm speaking from like an average position i'm not speaking for not like for everyone the, the, the higher or the level lower but what i'm saying is like i'll speak from my own perspective no on every day do i not i don't wake up happy i don't feel super fulfilled with my life at every given moment but i do have to take a step back and it's like you have a roof over my head i do have food entering my body on a daily basis i do have clean water i do have a system that if i work hard enough and do things in this way i can provide for at least myself i don't know about i don't know if Working hard enough is going to provide for children in this economy. But working hard enough, I know for a fact I can at least provide for myself. So, like, with those four things, it's like I am already healthy in this conversation. You know what I mean? Like, with those four things checked off the box, I can know, like, at any point, if I didn't have one of those things, I would be sick and be wanting to be healthy again. You know what I mean? I would also say I'm on the opposite end of the... Well, not completely, but I mean, there are days where I wake up where I'm not completely fulfilled. But I'd say most days, I do wake up, like, thoroughly fulfilled. Like, I just think about all the things, you know, like, I'd say both of us come from a standpoint where we don't have a lot, but we right. have a, a lot. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we we don't, we weren't born into fucking money or anything. Right. You know, we don't fucking, we're not, like, super, like, gifted in everything that we do. You know, like, so... And on the flip side of that, like we weren't so impoverished that we never had a birthday or like we had yeah, to yeah, worry yeah. about where food was coming on Tuesday yeah, night. You know what I mean? A lot right? of people in our position look at life and don't aren't grateful. But for me, I, like once again, I'd say like at least I I try in my life to surround myself with people that are very loving and caring, right? Very genuine people that you know I could rely on and trust because there are a lot of people who don't get but. And building that is something that's important, but and I'm thankful for that as well because there's a lot of people who don't even have anything any that, like in family, friends, any of that. So I mean, waking up every day and feeling uh, grateful, grateful about those yeah. things is important too. No, continue your thought, but I was just I was just wanted to say. The, well, the continuation of my thought was it's just to connect that thought process to the capitalism capitalism thing. Yeah. I was basically saying like, do you think that because we're so capitalistic that we start to think that we're in that sick category instead of the healthy because of all the comparisons we have yeah because of everyone that every new product that comes out every new car every new healthcare system a fucking vaccine or whatever the fucking new shit that comes out you always have something to look forward to always have something that you don't have 100 percent. you know what i mean that's kind of where i was going with that too actually was so was, like was the fact that we aren't so impossible you know what i mean like we're honestly compared to so a lot of people in the world, we're well off. Oh yeah, we are well off. Right. But comparatively to this country, we are seen as not. Right. But I mean, look, dude, we have we have a phone, we have laptops here. Right. We got microphones. You know what I mean? We fucking eat every day. We have yeah. a roof over our head. Right. So like, realistically speaking, you know, for the most part. We're nah, good. Yeah. But like that, that but that's so kind of. Yes, it is. It, it would go play into what but, you're saying. But yes. like playing into that, it also kind of like. So a little bit into that, a little bit separate than that. But I was hearing Chris DiStefano, c comedian, talk about uh, on 
Neil Brennan's podcast. Uh, and he was basically talking about how he cut out all social media from his life. Now, most people who pay attention to comedy know that like social media is like one of the only ways comedians like put their shows out, get sell tickets, put fucking clips out, do all these things. Yeah. You're basic. That is a, a por- main portion butter. of your career. But what he said was, is that he knew he would take a hit. He knew that he wouldn't like sell as many tickets. He knew he wouldn't be able to have as successful of a comedy career if he stopped using media. But after stopping using social media, he could never go back because what he found was, is that social media doesn't just have you comparing yourself to everyone else on the planet. It has you comparing to everyone else on the planet in their best moments that they will provide to the internet, as well as you comparing yourself to your past self in the way that you scroll through your Instagram feed, like, wow, I was so happy whenever I was there. I was, I look so good in this picture. You know what I mean? It can lead that thought process can lead you to be like, I'll never look like that again or I'll never be that happy again. You know what I mean? Like it's almost like this thief is the, uh, I mean the comparison is the thief of joy. Like even to yourself, even you can do that to yourself in the way that like, it doesn't even take someone else saying, this is what I have. You can look at yourself having something in the past and still get a negative viewpoint from it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the like really crazy part about the whole system that we have in place about our self-value you know what i mean like we have almost no value in ourselves based on this comparison like platform it's also kind of crazy because uh with that being said like we have a few mics and we have we have laptops and, and a phone right and like in today's age like where we're at for some people that's really privileged some people like getting a phone uh i remember when i was with my ex or whatever talking about some of her uh cousins in columbia you know like they had not seen a brand new iphone right like holy shit, that's crazy. But for us, you know, not that big of a deal. Yeah, to see one of those. But also, it's kind of crazy because you know we have these things, and some people would be like, "Well, if you just if you didn't have those, you'd be able to maybe live a better life, you know, whatever. Like you'd probably be a little less like broke or whatever the case may be." But isn't that also crazy? Where it's at a point to where like technology is so advanced, we have all these new things, and they want us to have all these new things. Where it's just like, well, yeah, if you just lived on the bare minimum and didn't want anything you might actually have a pretty good life it's like what but like it's weird because some people do yearn for that minimalistic lifestyle like i said that's not for everybody but why is it such a point where it's like we have to choose either between being able to like enjoy some of the finer things or it's like a complete opposite either you're able to enjoy the finer things or you know what you should just live dirt poor like it's like why is that the only two options it's difficult because like if you're someone who says you only live once you know what i mean like what am i saving what am i saving money for yeah i if i make money i spend money like i I don't know when i'm gonna die what's the point of having money in my savings account that person gets looked at as they're stupid that person gets looked at as like ah what a fucking idiot he's gonna lose everything but like isn't the person that has $40 billion in their bank account when they die also just as stupid? Yes. Like, that money is just going to the state or to some kid that never earned it. Like, that, that, that is not a, any smarter of a use of that money than the person that just spends every check that he gets. That, like, that's what I'm saying is, is like, we, get, we see these different sides of life, and because we can't see ourselves doing that, We think it's wrong, stupid, dumb, it shouldn't exist. You know what I mean? Like, 
but theoretically speaking, like that's speaking from like a very speculative position. Like you don't know what you would do with that fucking money, and you don't know how you would act if you found out you had two weeks to live. So let's start like check that shit at the door. <laughs> also, yeah, like a, a big message in Little Prince was like, you'll always be able to see what's important. Right. You see with your heart. Right. Or if you listen with your heart type of thing. And instead of, you know, focusing on all these other things. It's like focusing on those things that are – because, like, the things in life that really do matter are, are priceless. Like, those things – don't get me wrong. Some, you got, some of those experiences you have to pay for. But it's not necessarily, like – It's the, the, the cost of it uh, – there's a way of saying this. The value of what you're getting outweighs the cost. Yeah, but it's also, like, whenever you go on a trip, it's not the plane ticket that's making you happy. Right. You know what I mean? It's not the travel or, like, the uh, hotel room that's making you happy. the booking of the hotel room that makes you have it's a good vacation. You, it's the, either the people you're with or being able to be out in nature or seeing something else that you haven't seen before. You know, it's the it's taking in those little moments, but you don't have to always spend a ton of money to do that. You could do that on a daily basis. You know, we get so accustomed. You know, we see each other every day. It's easy to do. It's easy to do that shit. And you sh- you've heard of stories where people like go across America on some hiking shit and shit like shit like that. Like the idea that you have to have money to travel is kind of like I don't know if it's like it's not stupid. I'm sure you should have money to travel. You know what I mean? But you don't need it. I mean, you can play the the card of saying like I'm gonna go to this city. Uh, I'll do what I need to do until I find a, find work, work there for six weeks, be work, be in a new city, and then I'll migrate to another one, do, then repeat, rinse, repeat. You know what I mean? Like, that's still a viable option. No, People it's not, that. like, super easy to find work, but it's also not fucking super hard. I know multiple felons that the day they got out of fucking jail, they had a job. Like, I, I get how difficult some jobs can be to get, but, like, the idea that... that, that a local Burger King isn't hiring. It's kind of stupid to me. Like they, they are. They need people to make the chicken fries. Let's <laughs> just be honest. Yeah, it is. It is the. Uh, fuck. What was the main point there? I'm sorry. That uh, if you suck dick, your life will be prosperous. Oh, dude. Some people are living that. Way. <laughs> <laughs> like that's. I mean, that's not a lie. First. That's probably very true. What if that's why, like, in the Bible, it says not to be gay? Because, like, if you're gay, then you really get all the power. That's where the power lies. So the, the people that wrote the Bible work, were trying, trying to, to take the control yeah. out and power away from the people. Yeah, the power lies within the butthole. People are scared of the real power. The G-spot. The hole and the butthole connecting makes power central. Boom. Got it. You figure you cracked the code. You <laughs> figured it out. Nah, but it is it is that though. We just as people we we are all different. We forget that that's like we're all different. We're all raised different. We come from different areas, different cultures. That's also a big huge problem with America. For some reason, sharing culture has gotten. I don't like the idea of sharing culture has gotten so lost. It's fucking stupid to me. It's just. I mean, it's like, all this is my culture. Or this is my people. It's like, dude, we're all fucking people. We're all human beings. Isn't the whole point to share? Like, we, all culture is is a region based fucking community driven thing that happened. You grew that, up. A lot of these people are super like American and like American values. It's like motherfucker. This country was 
predicated and I put quotations around that because it was actually not but it was m- like the whole fucking spiel for America was it's this big melting pot and all these cultures can come together and, and experience life with one another and it's like now that idea is seen as like a negative thing where as for hundreds of years that was being pushed as like the main portion of like why we're even here why we broke off from england and came here and decided to start a revolutionary war it was because we, they were trying to control religious beliefs and tr- and taxes and things like that and so like now that they have control over now they're just like ah we were a melting pot <laughs> now if you guys would turn the fucking temperature down to a simmer <laughs> how did we get here you know yeah i mean i mean it's uh, yeah i mean there's the road there's a long a bearing straight <laughs> there's definitely a long fucked up road that led us here but it's man like culture all like literally all it is is region based human you know like humans grow experience up, exactly like you grow up in an area with land that's a certain way or water that's a certain way, temperature that's a certain way, and it leads you to live a certain type of lifestyle, right? Also, it's like if, say, like this one type of soup was a portion of culture, like what if the culture that displays that soup as theirs learned that from a different culture like 500 years ago and there's just no historical like context for it so you're saying this is ours you can't steal this whenever it was like gifted to you but that's what i don't get it was stealing is like bro it's meant to be shared like that's my thing why don't we share share ideas and fucking create new things instead of being like we're all so protective of something that doesn't need like we've been so brainwashed it's like we're all protective of something that don't get me wrong. Cult- it doesn't exist. Culture yeah. should be shared, and we should be proud of who we are. I'm not saying that, and you know, like all the things and where we've came from, how we've gotten here, but that's supposed to be shared with other people so we can come together to create even more beautiful moments together. But that's it's what like I'm saying. How like- are we so just like, like, I grew up in a place that's hotter, and we had this type of food, right? Like prominent in our area. Of Fuck you! Like what? What are you talking about? Like what are I you can, talking about? I can understand certain portions of it. Like if you're being disrespectful towards another culture while trying to like appropriate whatever they have, I can understand how that shouldn't happen. I can understand how someone that being a dick and saying ching chong da 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 is is not shouldn't oh, happen. Yeah, I, should I think that it, that yeah. should not happen. Yeah. But whenever you're talking about someone like. Showing paying homage or showing love to a different culture that means something to them, like someone that lives it, like a white person that lives in Japan and has Japanese kids and a Japanese wife isn't allowed to love Japanese culture because they're white. What are we doing here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand it anymore. There's everyone's putting their own two cents on everyone else's lives as if any of it fucking matters so are like yeah you wear a style of clothing or you wear like a style a hairstyle or right. certain types of like your dress i don't it's like or like yeah cooking or food it's like right. dude what are we even gatekeeping anymore dude like what are we we're gatekeeping living is that what we're just so angry at everything <laughs> like i just don't fucking get like we're gatekeeping life dude like i we're so angry at everything dude that's and like it is that thing it's like if we're People wanting to share each other's cultures or people wanting to help each other out has become almost a negative thing because we all feel like we have to gatekeep this thing here that's not even our own. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Thousands. Of, where did all that come from? Right. Like I, I, th- that's what I'm saying. Is people like would come over from boats or maybe even like 
walking and probably stumbled upon groups and be like, hey, let me show you this. And some of those things probably didn't get documented. Right. And that changed the course of certain things that happened. But because they didn't get documented, we don't know about it. But that doesn't mean that it all just came from one place. I guarantee you a long time ago it came from sharing and learning and right. seeing other people do things. And that's where we got our ideas. Yeah. Face, like it's presented from things that came before us. You know what I mean? But, no, but like even with that, it's also like it's gotten to a disgusting point where it's like people are self-censoring now. Like People don't want to share their culture anymore because they feel like it will be taken the wrong way if someone actually fucking shares it with them. You know what I mean? Like th- People are putting themselves into boxes so that they don't offend anyone. You know what I mean? Like yeah. It's disgusting at this point in our society. A social construct have be- has become a social barrier. Really, though? It, it, it makes no sense. And it, I, yeah. It's like the video of uh, there was this there was this white kid uh, who was like, I guess his friends were black and he was at their house and like he was eating with his hands and stuff because that was like the the culture like called for that like that's how the dish was meant to be eaten and stuff. Right. And it got some positive like some positive comments, but there was a lot of backlash and stuff too. Like, oh wow, dude, who like cares? Wow, this one, you know what I mean? It's like. Why can't we just enjoy it? Th- you know, like, why can't we just enjoy it? Why does everyone it? have like, a comment, bro? Like, like, why can't they just enjoy sharing a moment together, you know? Yeah. As like friends or whatever. Like, someone's, like, inviting them into their house and just showing them their cult. Like, that, it should just, it doesn't have to be a fucking, this is where I'm at. Not every fucking thing needs to be a think piece. Right. Some things are just meant to just, let's live. Let's People enjoy are looking, it. and it's, it's fucked up because it's almost seems like it's a direct, like, reasoning of people being so like up in arms is because they have no control over their lives. Yeah. So they try to gain control by taking someone else's life and shitting on it. But like that's that's the problem. You know what I mean? Like like the problem is is that people will see the availability to shit on someone else as a way to get out of their own way. You know what I mean? Like, I I will no longer be my own problem as long as I'm fucking someone else over. Like, yeah. that's so but weird. People are so angry, so they don't want to focus on whatever they got going on because that could mean actually facing problems that they don't want to. That's and fair. And are also just realizing they're not as happy as they thought w- they were or wish they were. Yeah. And it's just like that. that's what goes back to me saying as we get older, we lose track of what really matters and you know it's those little things maybe going outside and sitting outside and drinking a cup of tea for a little bit or going to the beach and you know just at looking at the stars or fucking reading a book spending quality time with people you love going for a run for a jog going for a walk just like taking time to appreciate just the little things you know and I, some people just don't like anything. Some people just don't want to like anything. They just want to be hateful because of the things that have happened to them or been done to them, and they just don't want to even try. And that is sad in itself. But, I mean, like I said, some those people need time to grow as well, and they also, I think those type of people also need people to love, love them or love them from afar, you know, like right. wish the best for them and still support them in certain ways because some people don't deserve a lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. some people will fuck you over in any instance. Right. But I think those people should still be loved from afar in a certain type of way. N- not to where you get too close, per se. Right. But you're still, like, trying to help them with how you can. In oh, yeah. Aspects. I mean, like, it's it's fucked up. 
I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I. All right, come on, buddy. There's a lot of reasons why I have lost a lot of my faith, not just in humanity, but like in religions and things like that. It's it's mostly to do with like intention in the way that like you can really intend the best for any situation and still get fucked over. You can really have the best intentions in mind and it paved the road to hell. You know what I mean? Like it's it's very there's so much injustice in the world where it feels as if there's these issues or problems that even if they had a solution, even if they had an answer, we wouldn't take them. We yep. wouldn't take the answer. We wouldn't find the solution by choice. We wouldn't do what we had to do to fix the problem. Uh, we want pro- I think people want problems. It's not even, maybe not like civilians. But, like, someone somewhere wants people to have problems, if that makes sense. Profitable. Very profitable. I mean, the, think about the uh the Vioxx shit fucking before these vaccines. But the fucking Vioxx shit where they fucking gave out, like, 12 billion or made 12 billion dollars in uh vaccine, like, money type shit and killed thousands of people and only had to pay 7 billion back. Like in settlements and stuff like that. That's Essentially, true. what that is is a five billion dollar profit for killing thousands of people. That's it's true. very profitable for there to be problems in the world. That's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, that's really. Well, we live in though, man. But that's that. I mean, whole point being, find those things that you do love. Find some enjoyment in life. It's the little things. I know we say it all the time, but I, I really just, I can't stress that enough. You know. Life is tough. Power, you know, we all got to power through. Find things you enjoy. It doesn't always have to be something that you have. You're gonna make. You know, don't get me wrong. We all want to make money off of the things we love. But you know, to be realistic, that if even if you do something you love, chances of you making money off of it for any given period of time is gonna be an extended period of time. Right. But find things that you don't. You're not worried about making money off of, and just enjoy those things too. Enjoy little things. And enjoy the time you have with people while you're here. Enjoy existence for a little bit. You know. It, it, Share those moments. Find things, man. Really, just take moments to yourself, please. Deep breaths. Keep pushing. Keep fighting. Like, do what you can. It, it's tough out here for a lot of us, and I know a lot of us don't always have people to talk to, but just, you know, it's a ride that we're all on right now. We're all trying to figure it out. Uh, get, be patient. Be empathetic. Be compassionate. Like, show some love out there, too. Show the love that you wish someone would show to you. And you might just find that in return. When you say do what you can, it it is really like do what you can to do what you love. Because there are these there are these barriers in our lives that we have to get over. No, no one not everyone has the same starting place. So it's very difficult for everyone to hear this and it mean the same thing. But relatively like you do have some control. I don't know how much. I'm not I'm not going to specify to you about your life, but find that control, find what you love and do what you can to do that. Find a way to never stop doing the things that you love. And that doesn't mean to fucking put your family to the side to go fucking 
hit the golf course. It means fucking find things that you can actually feel fulfilled with and do them without question. Create that change in the world you want to see. Put some positivity in the world. You know, it's like you really do have the ability to make change. You have the ability to create the life you want to. to you want to have a group of friends to go do certain things? Start doing that thing yourself. You know what I mean? Go out, meet people. I know it's not always easy. You just take little steps here and there. You know, you'll find your way along the way. Just find whatever you want to do. Create that life for yourself that you're thinking about. It's going to take time, man. Like, I'd say 10 years seems like a long time, but in the grand scheme, 10 years really isn't that, that long. And enjoy the ride while you're there. Enjoy experiencing all the moments that led you to, to, to those final moments or the journey of figuring out actually what you want to do or who you are and take those steps to get there. Create that life that you want for yourself. I know not it's not about the destination. It's about the journey. It, re- it really is, though. And trust me, you'll get there. We all, we will all get there together, eventually. I think it's like the the whole idea of like if you knew, then you'd be God, right? You know what I mean? Like you're not supposed to know what's supposed to happen or what's gonna happen or what will happen. You're supposed to enjoy what you can about this ride. Not every question's going to be answered. And what would you do if it was? What mystery would your life have in it if you no longer had questions? Questions are the root of all conversation. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Shout out Winton. Shout out Winton on that one, yeah. And Pac-Man. Well, not, wait, is it Pac-Man Pac-Man still? the movie, yeah, yeah. He's about to drop uh, Pac-Man 3 within Let's the next go. year for sure. Well, that'll wrap it up. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Stay tuned for next week. We love you guys. As always, any uh, final words there, Josh? Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. There we go. Y'all take care. Until next week. Later, you guys.